This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Persephone? Dawn, you're looking rested. Nothing to do all day but putter around that beach house. Hey, I warned you. You warned me not to buy a beach house. I also warned you to take up knitting. I do not knit. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Knitting's no good. How about drag racing? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Wesley, sure. I can recommend a visit to the Haven. Wesley, did Persephone put you up to that? Up to what? Persephone's been hounding me for months to be in residence here. We did put together a whole justice reform to help survivors of coercive control. I got over all that a long time ago. Got over it, huh? Sure, I believe that when I don't see you pacing every three minutes out of ten. We go at her pace. (laughs) Good one, Percy. (laughs) Yes, we do go at my pace. And besides, pretty sure every advo in the place is scared of me. Good news! Truman isn't. I believe that. Kid's got some kind of emotional intelligence genius. Agreed. What brings you and Wesley here? I wondered if I could steal you away for a bit. Sure. I thought this was a Wesley meeting, though. My news can wait until later. Oh, no. Tell her now. You know how she is. She'll be reading you and listening to me. I don't want divided attention. I'm bringing on a few other partners for counsel at the Haven. Why is that? Ah, you're running for Senate. Brilliant. Fully support. We'll be first in line to vote for you. Thanks. Damn, but I love your telepathy. Makes everything so efficient. You don't just send thoughts, though. You send images and feelings and whole stories. You're the efficient one. Perhaps. All right, I'll leave you to it. Gold's going to give me a tour of the grounds. See you two later. Good. She'll keep her distracted. Which one will be distracting which? Yes. (laughs) Both. (laughs) Persephone. I have a favor to ask. And you knew I'd say no. I knew you'd say no if I wasn't in the same room with you. Don't use that lobbying with me. You taught me everything I know. I see you, Senator. All right. All right. I'm also a survivor. I know that, Don. What he did to Then don't I deserve a confront session? Yes, you do, as part of a rigorous healing support system. Starting with having an advo and being in residence... Doesn't have to be here. You can do it in Cali. There's one right near your house. The director there went to school at Dalton. No, I, I can't be in residence. Why not? Okay, got it. I understand. Of everyone in your world, I'm going to understand about the gawking, the stares from strangers. I, I hate it too. It's the reason we got a household staff this year. I don't want to go out. So... If you understand, then just give me a confront session with him. I don't need to be in residence to know what I need to say to him. It's time to end this. Don, 
I intentionally broke the rules for one and only one survivor in the history of the Haven. Who was that? Ben. And look how that turned out. The rules are there for a reason. Damn, Bradford. All right. All right. How about this? I'll have sessions via VidCon. How many? How many would it take? It's not about a number. It's about a stage of healing. I need an advo to confirm... VidCon. Mr. Guthrie. He says I'm good to go in six sessions. Could you let me have a confront session then? VidCon. Truman, you're in residence for one weekend a month. Maybe it's six sessions, maybe more. Truman will go at your pace, but the confront session will be something you decide together, not something you try to use to avoid the rest of the work. Who taught you to negotiate like that? You. I hate it when you use that against me. (laughs) All right. I guess Mr. Guthrie is a solid option. He'll be very good for you. I'm just not... Not what? Not happy. You're ruminating. Yes. Beyond sessions at the Haven. Dawn, I can use my gift to help you with that. You can do that thought thing from 2,700 miles away? VidCon. Remember the time I did it for you from Stanford? I'll set up my alert so I know it's you. You can VidCon anytime. We can talk right away. I'll take it. I'll do anything. I I thought this was all going to end with his trial. So, maybe I was right about that? Maybe you should have come to his trial, given a victim statement after all? Gawking. I couldn't take their faces. Even then, the crowds were... Everyone looked like... You were the promising clinician. I was the senator who let it happen to you. So it's not just the stares or the gawking. You... Do you blame me for not telling you about his intentions? I did. I was angry at the inquiry. I see. Thank you for the blunt. I promised you I always would. I will always respect you, Don. You mean the world to me. You may blame yourself for what I knew or didn't know, but what we both have to remember is that he set it up that way. He set it all up to divide us. Wesley's on her way back. What can I do to ease your troubled mind? What do you need to hear from me? That you're all right. More than all right? I have the Haven, an advo, a team of people devoted to ensuring abusers don't get the final say. All right. Point taken, doctor. (laughs) Hey, you're the one who got me into Stanford. Blame yourself for that one there, Senator. (laughs) (sighs) Wesley wants to take Gold and me to lunch. (laughs) You go have fun. Oh, and hey, while you're there with Gold, tell her about the time you and uh, Mama Vera bonded. Bonded? (laughs) That's one way to put it. Gold needs all the history she can get. She's got big shoes to fill. Thanks. I'll have Truman's office contact you. Till then. Oh, and Persephone. Yes? I, um... I'm sorry. Don't give it a second thought. 
focus on your own healing. I accept that invitation, even if it did come out like a command. Ah, learned that command thing from this legacy senator I know. She sounds terrifying. Actually, I'd describe her as cuddly. (laughs) (laughs) I draw the line at cuddly. Formidable? Better. See you soon. Alcorn looked good. I'm so glad. I've been worried about her. Me too. Me too. You've been scared of her is what you've been. Not scared of her. (laughs) Yes, you are. And you've never told me why. Wait, there's something you two don't know about each other? Yes, (laughs) there's a lot we don't know about each other. Addie, you and I don't know everything about each other. Wait, that triggered you. Taking me back to the inquiry for a minute, but I'm okay. You sure? I will be okay. Let's say that. I'm working through a few things. Ben? Mm, That's part of it. Can we not talk about it? I have things I'm trying to keep from Percy. You're trying to keep things from me? Hey, that's the deal. Trust with privacy. You're right. I'm sorry. All good, sweets. (laughs) Ashley, how goes the world tour? (gasps) Oh, yes! Um, was it, uh, Prague? I've heard it's so beautiful. How is the new transport route? Is it faster? (laughs) It's only six hours, and the new transports are so spacious, and Prague is stunning. Mm. Just beautiful. And the people were so welcoming. Of course they are. You're bringing them incredible news. (laughs) I still can't believe I'm doing this. I can. You've worked on bringing neurodivergence out of the dark ages for so long. Thanks, Percy. I mean, it's not a constitutional amendment. Oh, that? Yeah, that was easy. (laughs) We had the cultural weight of a war to rally the public's cooperation. See? Ash, you've had to fight every single public misconception about neurodivergence being a disorder, a sin, a medication nightmare, just a phase. I'm really proud of you. Thank you, Feeney, so dreamy. Hey, I haven't heard that one in a while. (laughs) Yeah, turn on the news in any part of the world outside the States, and you'll see our very own Feeney, so dreamy all over the place. He's known the world over. Yeah? (laughs) The transport turns on Feeney's VidCons right when I get in. My favorite thing to listen to. I'm all about Dion's constant chatter. Is he talking? Uh, no, not quite. He doesn't say words, he just said sounds and syllables. Are you worried? Just that he's nearing three and hasn't said more than a handful of words. I'm getting the panic. I just want to make sure that I didn't... That we didn't. Fine. That we didn't screw up his physical ability to talk during the inquiry when he was getting a lot of, um... I spoke to him telepathically, so he wouldn't have to worry about my big feelings. Wait, is he a telepath? I have no idea. He's definitely heightened with me, but I can't read words from him. Percy can. You can? You think he might be, then? I think I can read him because I can read everyone. It's my gift, not his, and I try to tell you everything he says, Atreya. I'm not upset, I'm just... His primary caregiver, his biological mother, and he's been a bit standoffish over the past couple of months. It is a natural face for heightened kiddo. Both Gwen and Zuzu went through that around three. In fact, Gwen terrified us by suddenly not talking out loud at all. Feeny, what was that? Oh, uh, just... My gift showed up so early. The Gwen thing really caught me off guard. 
I worried she was able to read the panic and fear Ash and I were both struggling with at that time. And it was a whole year of me trying not to feel anything when she was around. You okay? Yeah. No. Maybe. There's just an unexpected trigger there. Jimmy, you all right? Yeah, it'll pass. I I got a little affected by a boy we're working with. Mm. He's heightened, and it showed up early, and he's struggling with his relationship with his father. He was abused by his father. I acknowledge that. I also acknowledge that the boy still thinks his father loves him, and he's still working through the separation. Your pain is striking, Feeney. I don't think I ever caught just how much that part of the abuse affected you. Thanks, Addie. I wasn't trying to cause you pain. It's okay, old friend. I know you're just trying to boss me into healing. (laughs) Would it even be time with Percy if I didn't try to boss you into something? I could be bossed into getting lunch. Ooh, same. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, let's walk over and let them wrap this report up real quick. Fabulous. See you both in a minute. Love you. Love you too. You're really okay? It's just there's there's just so many triggers right now, it seems. Can we go back to that, that one trigger for a minute? About Luis? No, about Alcorn. That's the one you're working hardest to keep under control. Uh, what was that about privacy? Okay, you want privacy on this one? You got it, old friend. I'll take it. A- and maybe I'll share it someday when I've got it all untangled. Here for it. Lunch? Perfect. And how are you feeling about school? It's all right. I've made progress on my reading and I just moved up to geometry. Did I hear something about an audition? Yes. (laughs) I guess I'm a good singer. I got into the advanced level choir. I'm getting that sense of achievement. Rosie helped me practice my audition. I worked really hard. It's nice to see something good happen. I love hearing that, Jenna. You deserve good things, and you radiate joy when you talk about singing. Oh, and I forgot to tell you. Addie sent one of my drawings to Sylvia Chesterton. Wow. What did the famous Sylvia have to say? That my form is good and that she'd love for me to join her program in Europe next summer. Jenna, look at you. Yes. I'm I'm getting that shift. The trial? Yes. It should be over in the next week or so. Yes. How does that relate to Sylvia in Europe? It's not that it relates exactly. I just... My brother sent me a vidcon. Ah. Rosie said you most likely knew about the letter? I did. She also said that you probably knew what he said. I do. For your protection, all communications from accused abusers and their enablers are monitored. Do you think my brother is an abuser? Do you? I know he didn't intend to hurt me. I read him, so I know that. Is it possible to abuse someone without intending to hurt them? I don't know the laws about it. Take the law out of it for a minute. I think... I think it's possible to hurt someone and not know, but abuse them? No. So that would mean your brother wasn't an abuser? Yeah. What was the other word that you used? Enabler. Sometimes abusers count on help from others. Like flying monkeys? Yes, exactly. Where did you hear that term? It's in the intake stuff, and Rosie, and Addie. Good. Those are all great sources for reliable information. 
Is an enabler like a flying monkey? All flying monkeys are enablers, but not all enablers are flying monkeys. Goodness, that sounds like the answer to a word problem in math. <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of does. And I think it all has to do with helping the abuser conceal what they're doing. Like the shepherd telling my father and my ex-husband to put me in the tower? He was using them as flying monkeys. And when they chose to act on his behalf, they enabled the abuse continuing. Okay. So my brother, he, he didn't put me in the tower, but he did... He delivered the messages the watchman wanted him to say to me, like that I needed to be obedient. Yes. My brother's an enabler. Unfortunately, yes. I hate this feeling. Which one? I wish he hadn't done that. I don't want him to have to go to rehab or to the community. But I'm also angry. Angry that he did that to me. But I know that he was raised that way. He didn't know any better. Jenna, neither did you. And somehow you followed your conscience, and you chose to get yourself and many others out. Maybe. Would you, would you say your brother is a moral person? I used to think so. Then he knew right from wrong? Maybe. I don't know. I just don't think it's up to me to decide. That, Jenna, that... You're right, it's not up to you to decide about his going to rehab, or the community, or getting another kind of help. What is up to you? Let's you sort it out to look at what's yours. What's mine? What's mine is to choose to have a relationship with him. Good. What else? The VidCon he sent isn't mine, but what to do with it, that's mine. What do you want to do with it? I want to be mad, angry as hell about it. I was having a really good day, and then this vidcon all about how I'm risking my soul in the next life, him begging me to reconsider my testimony at the shepherd's trial, like I can somehow stop this whole thing from happening. There was a part at the end. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Of course, we can wait to talk about that. Tell me about your soul in the next life. Testifying against the shepherd is speaking contention. Speaking contention? Yes. I'm a girl and a member of the flock. Both of those things mean that I can't speak out against the shepherd. I'm getting the emotion around that. Yes. There's anger and shame here. What would be the best way to address those feelings? I don't even know where to start. Oh, I'm getting that feeling of defeat. I just... I have so many good things going on, and now here's this giant reminder that I'm still tied to them. That is pretty incredible. What is? That you're feeling frustrated with being tied to them. I remember in the beginning when you believed they were right. Now you're angry about having to deal with them at all. Oh, I guess that's growth? Definitely. Yeah. In the beginning, I might have felt ashamed about betraying them. And now I'm upset about them betraying me and, and so many others. Well said. I guess... Maybe... Truman, do you think I'll ever have children? Uh, do, do you want to have children? Yes. Or... Or? Addie said that she didn't get pregnant with Dion until she was 40. And it just got me thinking... About having children? Or about... Not having children. I'm not upset my brother said that about not raising my children in the flock.
That wasn't the only thing he said. I know. Are you upset about what else he said? I was, but then I realized I'm not in Little Flock anymore. I don't have to worry about not having access to modern medicine. If it's true that I can't have children on my own, there's still a high likelihood that I could get pregnant with the help of science. That's very true. But... But? That feels like I'm betraying them again. How are you betraying them? Relying on science instead of God. Well, what if God gave us science? Oh. Well then, that would mean that God might have led me out of little flock so that someday I could have children. Perhaps. I hate that I doubt. God? No. I hate that I doubt whether or not I can have children. There's a lot of grief here. Will you tell me more about the grief? How would they really know? Just because my ex has a abuser gave me those pills and I still didn't fall pregnant? How does that mean that the problem is with me? Jenna, I want you to hear what you just said. All right. What am I listening for? You're listening for the place where you see through the gaslighting straight into the truth. What's the truth, Jenna? That they have no way of truly knowing. And that they were using all of this to control me, to make me more obedient. And what can you do now with that truth, now that you see it? I'm going to make it into a mantra. Well done. Do you want to share the mantra? Yes. I think I want it to be this. Because I can see and act on the truth. That's powerful, Jenna. <sighs> yeah, I think so too. I'm getting the tired. Do you want to break? Yeah. Addie said I could run down and take Dion to meditation if I had time. I think that's a fantastic plan. I am inspired by your work today, and, and whenever I think of you in the future, I'll remember that power you brought into the space with that mantra. Oh, thank you. Enjoy the meditation. Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts. Some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800-799-7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, 
do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, we know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. And And we we believe believe in your right to that freedom. freedom.